Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, the Flying Fijians Rugby World Cup campaign starts now. NRL glory for South Sydney and at Nui's rugby league team celebrate international success as Vanuatu prepares for battle. But first, the World 7 Series kicks off this weekend on the Gold Coast. There's no shortage of incentive to do well with the top four countries overall this season qualifying directly for the 2016 Olympics in Rio. A second-string Fiji team warmed up by winning the Oceania Sevens title in Noosa at the weekend, beating New Zealand in the final. Head coach Ben Ryan says he's feeling much better prepared ahead of his second season at the helm. On one side, we've lost some very key players. You know, World Player of the Year, top try scorer, uh, our second top try scorer, Masia Levu, and um, our centre, Donasia, who's been an ever-present, and then add-on guys like Lepani Botia. Pio Tuwai's out injured for this tournament as well, so there's five key players. But on the other side of it, we've got some very good players that have been training alongside the squad last year and then also have been available that maybe weren't last year. So I'm pretty comfortable with the team we've got at the moment. And I think with the 12 months that some of them have had together with me, uh, we'll have a better year than we had last year. And this is obviously a year where you do need to have a a very good year because there's a lot riding on it uh, in terms of Olympic qualification and all those sorts of ramifications as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we don't want to be fighting for any position outside the top four and go down the regional route of qualification. You know, we uh, we want to be well established at the top of that World Series um, quartet, really. And you need to have a good start in Gold Coast. And that means really, well, firstly, making sure that you're into the cup and then get into those semi-finals and those top four to to get in there. Because historically, I think once those teams around Christmas have settled into the top four, very rarely does anyone pop in from outside that group. And certainly if you're in the top two, you, you, you won't find yourself out of the top four unless you have a horrific run of uh, tournaments. So it's very important we start well. And um, I've been pleased. It's a short pre-season, but it's been an intense one. What about, obviously, there's been you know a lot of talk about um, you know the Sevens as the gateway to the Olympics, to the uh, Flying Fijians team with the you know eligibility things. And there were some clarifications that came out. You know, a lot of people were wondering... Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, some of those countries, France, you know, who might turn up at the Gold Coast or some of these events along the lines. Looking at your team there, obviously it's pretty conventional in terms of uh, players that have been there or have performed for you domestically. Um, none of those big names, if you will. Is, is that still something that could happen down the line or wh- where is that at? What we said really from the start was that the first tournament was going to be domestic players and it's up to them to to set the standard really. And, you know, I'm hopeful that they do so well that we can just stick with our domestic team for the rest of the series if uh, I feel I need because of injuries or um, form to bring in some of the overseas boys that are playing then we've got the ability under IRB Reg 9 this year and those guys that showed interest on switching under the new eligibility um, the rules have changed unfortunately and whether I think they're right or wrong doesn't really matter all all that matters is that it's made it more difficult to get some of those players that were ready to move across so that's sort of a 
frozen, I guess, that part of the uh, thinking. But certainly our players that are Fijian, currently eligible to play for Fiji, but are playing overseas, um, haven't precluded them from being involved this year. That's the Fiji Sevens coach Ben Ryan. Samoa finished third at the Oceanias ahead of Australia, while at Papua New Guinea beat Tonga in the playoff for fifth place to earn a spot at next year's Wellington and Hong Kong tournaments. Tonga will also compete in the main draw at Hong Kong. American Samoa finished eighth at the Oceania Championships and will this week make their World 7 Series debut. The Talavalu competed in the core team qualifier event in Hong Kong earlier this year but have never been involved in a full IRB Series tournament. Head coach Setefano Fata says there's plenty of room for improvement. We play well uh, the first day of the uh, Oceania. The second day, uh, the boys' performance was below par. I guess this is a good chance for us to uh, prepare for the uh, big tournament coming up. But we play um, our first international game with the Hong Kong fans this year, and um, we only play for the uh, non core team. So HTC uh, coming up, I think that's a good chance for us to uh, play with the big fans. Ocean and Sevens, I think that was a good chance for us to prepare for the big tournament coming up. It's only been a couple of years since American Samoa was, or uh, well, not even that, since you were confirmed as a, a full IRB member as well. So, uh, you know, it's been a, a, a good progression for American Samoa rugby, and this must be an exciting step to go on to the uh, the biggest stage of all in Sevens. I think it is. It is. Uh, I think we were only member, full member last four years. I think it's a good chance for us. Uh, if we play one year, then that means... Uh, Broadcasting at home is really good. And uh, in, in terms of the squad that you have uh, with you over in Australia, if I know, I mean, how how many new faces are there uh, from, say, the team that uh, w- was in Hong Kong last year? Are they is it still largely the same group of players, or have there been some others that have come through? We only have five players who went to Hong Kong, so the other ten are new faces with the this uh, team. And is that a case of them just impressing, or have some people retired, or is it just uh, picking on form or injuries? Some guys are not available due to um, work and stuff, but uh, we, we were happy to uh, try this squad right now. And you've got a, a challenging pool. Uh, you've got South Africa, who are the Commonwealth Games champions. You've got Wales, who a few years back were the world champions. And you've got Kenya, who were always very strong uh, in the in the sevens game as well. So uh, it's going to be a bit of a baptism of fire. That's right. Uh, but uh, comparing to our, our game against uh, uh, New Zealand last weekend, I think we we can uh, feel uh, play against those uh, big teams like South Africa and um, Kenya and uh, Wales comparing to uh, our game against uh, New Zealand last weekend. And are you confident the team will be better for that head out uh, in Noosa? I think so. I think so. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, I think uh, the tournament last week was a good uh, preparation for us for the coming up tournament. What would be a successful tournament for you? What What would you hope? You try and get one win, or just to be competitive, or to make a, a certain stage of the tournament? We have to compete with that level. We have to, because uh, if you look at it, there's no way we can uh, perform uh, like the last day of that, uh, the Ocean and uh, So we have to be consistent and uh, play with uh, the level they play. That's the American Samoa Sevens coach Sitafano Fata. Flying Fijians rugby coach John McKee has named a familiar 30-man squad to tour Europe next month. The team retains the bulk of the squad from June's Pacific Nations Cup, but does include new faces in Tasman Marcos Lock, Tevita Thavambati and Wellington Lions prop Taniela Karoi, who both impressed in the New Zealand provincial competition. 
UK-based midfielders Josh Matavesi and Veroniki Onova have both earned a recall to the national team, while Seremaya Mbai, Waimei Liwaravu and Natani Tale have been ruled out due to injury. And wingers Sorelli Mbombo and Napoleone Nalanga were both unavailable for selection. John McKee says the trip is an ideal chance to preview what they're likely to come across at next year's Rugby World Cup. This is a very important tour for us, you know, less than 12 months out from the Rugby World Cup to really test ourselves against some of the top nations and the Tier 1 nations. And it's also good that you know, in Cardiff, we, we, in the World Cup, we have two games in Cardiff, including Wales. So this is a very good um, preview for us this time around. It's not just about the playing the games, you know, the, the whole management group to to get used to the whole, all the processes and, you know, and the, and the pressure and the time frames and that type of thing. The Flying Virgins will play test matches against France, Wales and the United States. South Sydney owner Russell Crowe has hailed the contribution of his players and his staff after the club sealed their first rugby league premiership in 43 years at the weekend, beating the Bulldogs 30 points to 6 in the NRL Grand Final in front of more than 80,000 fans. The Oscar-winning actor, who bought the club in 2006, said it was a night he would never forget. He prayed to the impact Sam Burgess has had on the club since his arrival in 2010, with the rugby union-bound Englishman winning the Clive Churchill medal for player of the match, despite playing the whole game with a shattered cheekbone. I met him, he was 20 years old, and he just had, you know, he just had this ambition, and I, and I recognised what that level of ambition was, you know, and I could, I've described him as the sparkly-eyed man, you know, the guy that can be as hard as he needs to be on a football field, but as gracious as he can be off the field, you know, and uh, he's carved his name deep in the history of rugby league. The victory gives Souths a record 21st NRL title. To the international game and Nui coach Brendan Perinara says their victory over the Philippines at the weekend is another important step in the country's development. The Rock won 36 points to 22 in Wentworthville to build on last year's narrow defeat to Vanuatu. Prior to that, Nui had spent close to a decade in the International Rugby League wilderness, but Perinara is confident they can continue to build from here. They're like Asian uh, Cup champions and it's good to keep them out of the Pacific Asian uh, for now and... Um I see. I suppose we're going to see where we're going to go from here. What did you make of the game itself? Played at a good level. The boys, um, you know, done their job. What they had to do for camp. Most of all, the the camp paid off. Staying together for four days and the training all year, the training and the structure all paid off. So I delivered on on the day. Yeah, and I see uh, Dean Hallitow managed to make it there in the end. Yeah, Dean Hallitow's uh, been great support um, through the background of of us, and then yeah, he said on. Sat on the bench next to me and um, revved up the boys. We got a bit of experience on the sidelines and the trainers. Um, as Joseph Polo was one of my trainers, and so we had a lot of experience there. So for this professional help, yeah, it would be um, hard not to lose. Yeah, and the uh, Philippines, as you say, Asian champions there, and I think they're playing uh, Vanuatu this week as well. So uh, good to see these uh, that next tier of international teams uh, and matches starting to starting to happen on a regular basis now. Good luck to them over there, I hope, you know, and for their future too. Yeah, it's good that we're, we're all um, playing on a regular basis, all us uh, Manes, and we're, we're all just, um, we're in the same boat. We're trying to get up there into the second tier or even to the World Cup status. The next thing is to build on from here. I think you've got, obviously, Cabra Matter again starting next year, and uh, a lot of teams are participating in that uh, Nines tournament at the uh, Pacific Games and Port Moresby as well, so uh, there's some opportunities uh, ahead for everyone. We use the Cabra Matter Nines as a trials for Niue. We try and put in the development team and one of our, our national side, and 
that's where we get most of our thirteen from there. We base it on there. So it's a good uh, development um, tournament for us. We can't afford to tell all our boys to come through and then have a trial and then send them back home. Can't finance that. So we let them um, play in those nines and then they represent the nation and then I can see from there. That's the way Rugby League coach Brendan Piranara. Vanuatu will also take on the Philippines this weekend in Santo. The Melanesians played a pre-season match against Queensland Cup side the Sunshine Coast Falcons earlier this year and last year played test matches against the Solomon Islands and Niue. Vanuatu Rugby League founder Dane Campbell says every test allows the team to make further progress. We had the opportunity last year to play two games, one against Niue and the other one against the Solomon Islands and that gave us a good platform of you know, where we thought we were in relation to the other nations and you know, now taking on the Philippines, that's probably a step up again from those two nations and and no disrespect um, to either of those two, but just the Philippines uh, with the players that they've got access to now, uh, they've done a wonderful job over the last three or four years. The other beauty about the Philippines is that we basically started around the same time. So uh, I remember both of us attended the Cabramatta Nines, which was our very first, uh, well, for Vanuatu, it was our very first time that we had an opportunity to play together, and I know that the Philippines were the same um, back a few years ago. So... I think we've followed each other with interest over the past few years as to how we've both been travelling and now's an opportunity to uh, get out on the field and test each other. Have you had a chance or has any of your Vanuatu staff had a chance to check out their match from the weekend against Newa? No, not as yet, unfortunately. Preparations have been pretty solid as in um, trying to organise the fixture over in Santo. So the majority of our guys are either based over in Vanuatu or um, have been busily preparing for things here in Australia. And so you've got quite a mix this year. I think last year you had three players based up in Vanuatu, but uh, that's uh, that's been boosted. Yeah, there's been probably um, you know, twofold of that. There's one, the increasing um, nature of the local competitions in Port Villa and Santo, so opportunities for those guys to now represent um, their nation. And the other, we've had a few um, guys pull out with injury, unfortunately. So, um, you know, so they've both played their little part, but the beauty about getting guys, more guys from Vanuatu. That was our remit when we very first started this um, whole process a few years back was we really wanted to give guys on the island an opportunity to represent their nation and their people. And and now we're we're seeing the fruits of that labour where players are not only getting that opportunity, but as a result of um, the exposure, they've been getting opportunities to come here to Australia and link in with local club sides, which is giving them more experience and opportunity to travel. And, uh, Dane, how do you feel about the progress of uh, the team and uh, the international game at this level? I know, you know, as we said with Newey playing Philippines last week and there's a number of other countries that are sort of bubbling below the surface. Uh, Tong is playing up in PNG in a couple of weeks' time. Um, you know, off the back of the World Cup, there's a lot more interest in the International Rugby League and I guess this is the time to try and capitalise and, and, and consolidate the gains that, that could be made from that level. Do you, do you feel good about where things are at? I certainly do. I think the World Cup last year highlighted just how quickly rugby league has spread um, in terms of over the last five or six years that if we look at the 2008 World Cup um, you know there wasn't a lot of uh, competition there wasn't a lot of what you classify as tier two nations but you know with the you know all the um, Polynesian and Melanesian teams um, coming through now and all the players that are aligning themselves with it I think getting the exposure of NRL players playing for these nations um, is making people aware that, hey, you don't have to just play for Australia or New Zealand. Um, you know, it's quite all right to go and play for Tonga or Samoa or Vanuatu in our instance. And So that's a real 
burgeoning thing for the international game. And I think um, you know, the Tier 2 nations like ourselves and the Solomons and Philippines, etc., you know, we're all continuing to strive for the next World Cup. You know, so we're heavy in our phase at the moment. We're trying to identify players that are capable of moving us forward and planning out the, st- the next steps. And it's good to see that the International Federation have actually you know, put in place a qualifying process and quite a transparent one, so we know where we stand. Is that prospect of like a Pacific Cup thing, that being revived, is that still looking good? Yeah, I believe that um, at the moment there's the automatic qualifiers that are Fiji and um, Samoa from the Pacific region. And then underneath that there'll be a qualifying series based along the lines of a, um, a Pacific Cup. So at this point in time, I think it'll be finalised by December. But the indication that we've been given is that there'll be two qualifying spots open for the Asia-Pacific region. And that would incorporate people in that qualifying group. There'd be Papua New Guinea, Tonga, um, Vanuatu, Solomon, and possibly even the Philippines coming into that group as well. Okay, and uh, of course, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, some individual players, some uh, NRL players. I think in the past you've had uh, Alahana Mara there. Uh, what, what sort of na- names have you got for this game? Yeah, well, Alahana, unfortunately, has been ruled out for this one. He's got to have some surgery, I believe. The, uh, he played for Wynnum this year in the Queensland Cup, and Justin O'Neill, unfortunately, as well, has had to pull out um, due to his commitments with the Melbourne Storm. Uh, they've got some things on at the moment, so we miss out on those two. But we do welcome back James Wood, who was our inaugural captain. He missed last year through injury, so getting him back on board, he's an integral part. He's um, played a number of years for Tweed Heads in the um, Queensland Cup, and he's a guy that's actually, his roots are from um, Marlow up in the north, and playing the game in Santos, a uh, hop, from his mate, from his island, so I know that he's really keen to uh, jump on board. We've also got another guy, a, a local born and bred guy, Nelson Law, who this year spent um, time playing at the Tweedhead Seagulls as well. So it'll be interesting to see how Nelson has progressed, given he's had a year of experience here in Australia. That's the founder of Vanuatu Rugby League, Dane Campbell. Also this weekend, the PNG Kumuls take on the Australian Prime Minister's 13 in their annual clash in Kokopo. Meanwhile, Toa Samoa coach Matt Parrish has named a 23-man squad to contest the upcoming Four Nations competition. But not all of them will wear the blue and white jersey later this month. Twelve players have been retained from the team that beat Fiji in May, while despite being named, Sua Matangi and Tim Lafai have opted to represent the Kiwis and Kangaroos instead. The team heads to Samoa on Friday for a week-long training camp with one player to be added to the squad following representative games this weekend. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.